This week on Nintendo Main, I have so much cardboard everywhere that I don't know what to do with myself. It's invading my living space. Man, Labo comes in a really nice box. IGN gave Labo a 6.9 and friend Mirabella said, damn. Did he? Main episode 118. We are your hosts. I'm Trey. I can't play the piano very well, Johnson. I'm Jeremy. Mikowski. <laughs> I could hear that. I hope that got recorded well. It's so loud. I'm John Deluxe Knitter. Deluxe. You got a deluxe thing? I'm playing Mario Kart Deluxe again. Oh well, there you go. That's uh, sort of exciting. So yeah, we have a we got we all got Labos. Well, Jeremy and I got Labo. Um, for our second part, that'll be our topic. So uh, we'll talk. You know, we'll show some of that. I'll even be uh, do a live building of uh, the car on here. So I'll do that. I'm trying to. I'm trying to talk without playing with this piano over here. But uh, what's uh, let's start off with uh, you know, with what we normally do. Anybody buy anything interesting this week or playing anything cool this week? I mean, my big purchase was Labo, so I didn't really purchase anything other than that. And that was last week even. It ended up getting here on uh, Saturday instead of Monday, so that's cool. I got it like the day after Friday. What did you guys get this week? Play anything cool? Well, I bought Buy anything uh, new? I, of course, bought Labo because we already said that. Yeah. But I also uh, ran by a disc replay just today and found me another GameCube game. Um, Ooh. Something I don't know a lot about, but I'm a fan of RPGs, as you know, I've mentioned before. Mm. We got Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Oh. For GameCube. Never played that game. Nor have I. About uh, that one. Our friends who made Earthworm Jim interplay are behind this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Time to Die. And Time to Die, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The original soundtrack was made by acclaimed composer Jeremy Soule, so that's good. So, so it's but got yeah, anyways, soul, is what you're saying. Baldur's Gate, it's a Dungeons & Dragons style, looks like a top-down action RPG. Yeah, I think it's isn't it kind of like a doesn't it look like like Gauntlet sort of. Yeah. Or like a Marvel Ultimate Alliance or like those type games or like a what's that game on on the Switch that I have but I've only played a little a little bit of. It's like three it, there's a number in it. Nine something. Nine parchments. Yeah, nine parchments. Yeah, you got it. You got it, sir. But anyway, this was 12 bucks which was I I looked it up on eBay and it's Looks like for what it is, I got it for a good deal. Um, one ki- kind of a bummer. It's it's complete in package. No book. Package. It actually has the book, the instruction book, which is pretty cool. Except for this part. It's kind of. It looks like it's been chewed or something. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm surprised they even like took it like that. Like with it so for it's those. Funny, but it, me... but it still has like the Dark Alliance registration mm. form and stuff in it. So it's like uh, the dog didn't chew that up. We're you know we're not doing the video of this, so for everyone listening, the like the corner of the instruction manual is like completely gone. So it looks like somebody just like took a bite out of it 
and it's just not there. So that's what's that's what's going on there. And it looks it also looks really crumpled, like somebody like stepped on it or just like grabbed it and just and squeezed she, it until you know whatever. I think like a really slobbery dog moistened it with saliva and then chewed the edge off. It's funny that they put it in there. Maybe they thought they'd get more money from it. I guess from trading it in, it'd be like oh, they probably think it's better than nothing. If there's a slobbered, uh, they're slobbered on uh, instruction manual here, then. You know, maybe they'll give me like give me like ten extra dollars. Even though they probably, since you bought it for fifteen, they probably sold it for what? They probably bought it from them for like five or something like that, or ten, ten credit. even. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if I ever got just bought the instruction manual loose. Um, I could compare it to this one to make sure it wasn't counterfeit. Sure. No, I didn't. I mean, it's fine. Maybe I mean, the top left corner matches up. The top right <laughs> corner matches up. Yeah. The bottom left corner matches up. Um. Uh, I don't know I'll about just the, trust the bottom right. Yeah, I mean it's it, yeah, it's fine. You can if you don't mind w- worrying about what possible dog slobber might have been there before, you can uh, you know look look through it. I was gonna say paw through it. I like it. to imagine it's a Saint Bernard. <laughs> yeah, you could look through it and you know and figure out how to like strike people and all that. Have you tried playing it? No, I haven't even tried it. Yeah, I just got it today, and um, but it's to beef up my GameCube collection. Mm-hmm. Trying to get a nice. GameCube collection going. That's my current obsession. Yeah, that's a that's a GameCube game I don't have. So you got me. And I thought on I, that one. I almost bought a Dreamcast. They're only thirty bucks. So you keep buy almost one. buying Dreamcast. You got to you got to do it someday. I mean, I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> says you. This is a good price. It says says you, uh, Penny Pincher. They're always there. Right. Yeah, Penny. That's Pincher. true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. How, how's but that? Were, how's that Switch collection going? At GC, <laughs> and it's thirty bucks at the store. That's you know. Five minutes from my house, so mm. I'll buy it later for thirty bucks. So that's that was all you got was one game from uh, from that place. Yep, from Discreet and Play. I got this new shirt. Ooh, let's see it, Sonic the Hedgehog. Hey, he's so pointy. Five bucks at Walmart. I'm glad it's the fat Sonic the Hedgehog and not the uh, not the new one, not the not that uh, Sonic Adventure Sonic. This boy knows how to eat some chili dogs. Yeah, I like the original uh, fat one. Isn't there a, isn't there supposed to be a Sonic Mania Plus coming out soon? I thought I saw oh, there that. Is. It's around the corner. I put that in my notes for news, which we're not to yet. But uh, I, I, you're very strong for going to uh, strong mentally for going to um, disc replay and not doing the five buy five get one free or whatever they have all the time there. Well, I almost did because I was going to grab the Dreamcast for thirty, mm-hmm. and that meant I needed to buy a couple of games. So I was going to buy two games for the Dreamcast. So that brought me up to three. And then they also had Mario Party 7 for the GameCube, oh. which I almost bought, but it was $32, which is kind of steep. Yeah. Well, I mean... Yeah. I looked at eBay. It's still like three or four bucks less than the average price you would pay for it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought about getting that, so I could have easily like spent 100 bucks today. and Instead, I spent 12 I think 7 Yeah, 7 was the last GameCube Mario Party, right? Yep. Yeah, because eight was yep. the first Wii one. Eight was Wii. Yeah, seven. I, six is the one that had the microphone that came with it, right? And then seven used the microphone, but it didn't come with it. I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Because there were four Mario parties on GameCube. Believe it or not, there's like four, five, six, and seven, which is crazy. It's like the most that have been on any system so far. But yeah, I, I ended up buying that one. Actually, not that, not too far away from now. I feel like I bought it like a year or two ago. But I actually found it at Reckless Records in Chicago for twenty dollars. So I was pretty happy with that because because yeah, you don't really find Mario parties for that cheap. So I just bought it, and I thought maybe they just didn't know. 
because sometimes their sometimes their prices there seem like too low or too high or whatever. I don't know, but I just snatched snatched it up for that because it normally goes for thirty or above. Yeah, I think I'd seen it for like forty even at the exchange, which is normally not. You know, exchange prices aren't really, aren't really like low. You know, they can be a little bit on the high side, but. Did I mention buying Mario Party Two last week, or was that no. this week that I bought that? No, you mentioned it on our stream, but that oh, yeah. that one that lives in up. that one lives in Twitch <laughs> land for a limited time. So uh, check out Twitch.tv's Less Intelligent Podcast if you want to see it. Well, before it disappears, maybe I might publish Trey's side of it, but my my file got corrupted, unfortunately. Yeah. I can't save it. I've tried. That's okay. We don't have I bought, to put all I bought of them Mario up. Party Two for uh for the Wii U because. I was hanging out with my girlfriend. She wanted to play Mario Party, and I was like, "Well, I have it on the Wii." Mm-hmm. So I went to load up the Wii, and then I realized I only had then, one of uh, the classic controllers for the Wii, and you can't use the the Wii U Pro controller with the Wii in Wii mode. So yeah, it, it's all it's all kind of bullshitty, really, when you think about it. But I had to download the version for Wii U which was the emulated Wii version that I already had on Wii <laughs> on the same console. Yeah. But I would have paid a similar price to buy another controller. So I figured I'll just buy the game now. <laughs> I hope that I hope it was worth it for all the for all the craziness you went through to get Mario it Party really, 2. I mean it was only ten bucks. Yeah. You know. Whatever. I paid ten bucks for Mario Party. And I think the first time I got it, I think I got it through Club Nintendo, either at a heavily discounted rate or um yeah. I thought I had it on Club Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Maybe I did. Or yeah. maybe I might have even just bought the discount and then never never purchased the game now that I think about it. Oh, maybe. But, yeah, that's another thing I bought. And so if I would have bought Mario Party 7, I guess that would have been kind of funny to buy two Mario Parties in one week. Yeah, well, well you did. I mean, you bought you bought Mario 2 and... Or no, you didn't buy. You didn't buy Mario 7. No. Oh, I thought you said that you did buy Mario Party 7. Yeah, because you... No, that, I was close to spending... A hundred bucks. Instead, I spent twelve. Oh, okay. I didn't buy the Dreamcast, yeah. two games, and then two other games to make it five. Sure, I hear you. Yeah, I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of in Brokesville myself because of like uh, rent and and bills and all that. So I had to skip out on uh, for now. Skip out on the South Park game that came out yesterday. So I haven't gotten that, even though it was on my list of stuff to get, but I didn't get it. So couldn't. Yeah, I was looking at that one, but uh, yeah, same thing. I don't know. I just don't want to spend. 60 bucks or 90 bucks for the full full package yeah but that's uh, i mean don't do that like that's yeah. th- that's what games do nowadays it's really stupid like you buy a game and it's like hey do you want a dlc season pass for a hundred dollars and it's like no <laughs> it's uh ridiculous no but they do that with a lot of games now i mean even fucking uh nba like 2k 18 or whatever was like 150 dollars for like the whole dlc pass for that but that's a which is insane. Like, what I don't know. What DLC would you even have for basketball? It's like more teams, updated roster. Like, shouldn't that be in the I, original game? I don't know. Like, some of those, like for FIFA, you can buy like a, you can buy super teams, like to get to get you like the best players and all that. And oh, people like actually do that. Teams, classic uh, players and stuff. Yeah, no, you buy like super teams that give you like the highest, like the highest stats and all that shit. And uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like it's like buy to win or you know pay to win, like that type of stuff. But people do it and play online with their like super teams, and it's like, why? I don't know. I don't play FIFA, so I don't really know. But I know that it's a thing because I've heard people talk about it on podcasts. But yeah, yeah. and even in that, I was upset that in that package they didn't even bother to include Stick of Truth. Yeah, but see, that's but that's including a game that was never announced, is what you're saying. It was never yeah, announced I mean, or like, ever talked about. Like, like 
you can't ninety dollars and you can't work together a package where you have the original game and the sequel. Yeah, but they never and you made... already did that on the PlayStation and the yeah. Xbox. It's just like salt in the wound. But they never made the game for Switch, so it's like it wasn't in the cards. Like they never actually announced. They never said they were going to make it. They never actually made it. So so you can't really be upset that it's not in there because it was never announced. It was never yes, something they were going to do. But, I, but yeah. I'm planning on getting the regular one once I, whenever I get paid for, for like one of these jobs I did. I'll, I'll, be, I'll get it. But I was holding off to, on it for right now. But I did get a, I did pre-purchase Lightfall, which comes out on Thursday, which is that game that a Corey talked really, really highly about oh, a couple, yeah. couple episodes again. Right. That comes out on Thursday. It's only 15 bucks, so I could swing that one. So I went for that one, and that's be, be what I'll be playing tomorrow on Twitch. Well, Thursday. You guys won't hear this until Friday, so it doesn't really matter. But you can you can catch it on YouTube because I'll put it on there after. But that was my purchase. Yeah, it was pretty much after Labo and like everything else. It kind of like I ended up spending a lot more money last week than I thought I was going to. So wasn't able to do the South Park yet, but I'd like to eventually. You know, people people are liking it. They're still playing it and all that. So I'm sure I'll get to it next week or the week after. Was that the last of your stuff, Jeremy? Uh, that is all I got as far as games are concerned. I did buy one other thing. It's pretty silly, but uh, I was at the Goodwill. Um, I guess you'd call it a thrift store, whatever, here in town earlier today, and I was walking through the housewares because I was looking for a couple of coffee mugs. I didn't find any coffee mugs I liked, but uh, I found a metal, hold on, a metal lunchbox. And to be honest, I don't really care that much about this thing, like I said, but it came with the special edition of Fallout 3 when it originally came out on the uh, PC and Xbox and mm-hmm. PlayStation 3 back in 2008. Yeah, so and it's a Fallout it's got, 3 lunchbox. Yeah, it's got like a, a special DVD that shows how the game was made, and there's like an art book. That's pretty rare a, that they included all this stuff. They kept all the stuff in there. Usually, you just find like the lunchbox at a thrift store, not all the individual stuff. Mm-hmm. And it has you a, got a bobblehead. Yep. Yeah, it was five bucks for this. I was like, well, I, I should grab it. Maybe it's worth something, or even if not, it, it's a cool looking lunchbox, I guess. It fits my video game themed room, even if I don't really care that much about this game. I do own Fallout 3, but uh, this was the like special edition. So it originally came with the game, but this did not. But as you can see, I paid five bucks for it. Nice. It's worth worth every penny. It's a nice lunchbox. So yeah, there and you it, go. That's uh, all of my video game related related stuff I bought. And in case you get bombed, you can like jump in that thing and it'll protect you from nukes, right? Yep. Or just put it on your, or it'll protect your sandwich from nukes, whatever. <laughs> just put it on your head and just aim it towards the nuke, and that that'll that'll be what help save your face from nuke destruction, something like that. Yep. So yeah, I just plan on using that to carry my lunch uh, once the apocalypse thing happens. Yeah. Well, cause yeah, you gotta gotta protect those sandwiches when uh, everything else is going to hell. Yep. Did you uh, have you been playing anything interesting? This week? Since last week? I uh, made a point to play a lot of games. So I, I this week I kind of rearranged my game room a little bit. Not anything too serious, but um, I put all my games like in kind of sort of chronological order according to what systems they're on. Mm-hmm. I arranged them on my shelves. And uh, it was kind of, it's kind of nice because now I can just look and see everything all at once that I have. And uh, I see all these games that I never played that I bought. Um, so I made a point today to just like try to play every one of those games for even just a second. Um, I don't know. I got to all of my cartridges. I don't think I played all those, but um, I at least booted up all my uh, other games. So I finally tried Manhunt 2 on the Wii. Oh, wow. I want to know what that's yeah, like. <laughs> I, I've had that for almost a year. Never played it. 
So I tried that one before. I rented it. I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah but I mean, it's isn't very like, visceral. Isn't like all the yeah, killings parts like where it blurred? Black when, yeah, you know, like some guy's getting his nuts ripped off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never played it. I heard it was like blurry or yet. something. I don't know. You didn't kill anybody? Well, I've killed people, but I haven't gotten to the nut ripping part. <laughs> okay. I think that's later on in the game. Like, you have to unlock that ability. But uh, You got to work to the nuts. <laughs> you got <laughs> to start at the knees. And then, you, you know, go up from there. apples for a while. And you like you start picking like more and more apples faster. <laughs> stronger. <laughs> Did, sure. Uh, but anyway, I played that. I played... Um, Zombie U, I finally tried that out. Yeah, didn't really play. Didn't play for very long. But Zombu, did did you die? You I died, died very quickly. Yeah, yeah. That game. What else played? I finally tried out Splatoon on the Wii. Nice. I want to do a stream very, of very that. Very strange, never having played that before. <laughs> like you know, it looked Splatoon two looks a lot like it in the interface, but that looks so feels old different compared to Splatoon yeah. two. Like looking at it, like Callie and Mari or whatever the characters are. That's Callie and Mari. Yeah, they're like barely animated. They just kind of like stand to the side and do like one of these things. Whereas like now those characters are super animated and like mm-hmm. one of them's a DJ and they're not like yeah, they're not like doing the skip thing like the other one where it's yeah. like they're not scratching like while they're talking and all that. Right. So just everything in the interface obviously feels like it got updated. So it's it's interesting to go backwards in that regard because I've only played a little bit of the one player mode on your copy in the past. So. Yeah, I played that. I played. Uh, oh, there's got to be other games I played. Oh, I <laughs> Nintendo, but I tried out Fortnite. Oh wow, yeah, no, oh, I was I actually like I got killed real quick. I was gonna do that. What did you play it on? Uh, PS4. Do you have PlayStation Plus? No, it's just free. The battle, the battle royale mode's free on PlayStation. 4. Oh, because I tried playing it, it wouldn't let me play. It, it said you had to be on PlayStation Plus. It like took me straight to the PlayStation Plus screen when I when I tried to do it. I don't think I have PlayStation Plus. Mm. Because I, w- I paid for it several months ago and forgot about it. Yeah, I mean it's like you only it's like once a year. It's like sixty dollars a year. Oh, I probably paid for it when I bought the PS4 and so you June. might you might already have it because I tried yeah. to download it for free and it said you had it says you have to have PlayStation Plus to do it. You know so. what? I think when I bought my PS4 in June, I just paid for a year of PlayStation Plus, mm-hmm. even though I never use it. I guess I finally used it. Well, there you go. Did you get but, to? Uh, did, did you I build anything? Real quick and I barely was just starting to understand it mm-hmm. well i got a i didn't i don't i didn't end up getting it but i did like get a possible like focus group thing involving like first person shooters and i was like i should play fortnite so i was going to play fortnite before i went to the thing but i never got called back for it so and i didn't actually get to play fortnite but i mean i can play fortnite on my phone but i don't want to play it like that i mean if i want to play well, it i want to play it with like an actual controller to be fair it's but... a third person shooter but they ask about it you know in the in the survey they asked about fortnite and PUBG, of course, because those are the big things. The most viewed live stream on Twitch was a pub, the PUBG Fortnite between Ninja and uh, mm-hmm. Drake. No, I know. I didn't see it, but I'm aware. <laughs> you didn't get a. You didn't get God of War two or God of War. I mean, not two. God, God of, of War. Us. This is God of War, right? God of War has a kid now. You, you didn't get well, that, that one. Called God of Us or The Last of War. <laughs> it is like Last of War or uh, God of Us because, uh, yeah, like The Last of Us, he has a. He has a kid now. I don't know who it was. Someone on Twitter shared a picture where they had taken the a Goofy movie and made it look like Goofy was Kratos and his son was the Kratos's kid. Yeah, people. I been... don't know. I mean, I haven't played it. I watched a couple of videos of it, so I sort of know what it looks like. It looks great. It looks like really beautiful. I don't know what the actual gameplay is like, but the cinematics look nice. Well, just imagine Zelda as being a great game, and I'm kidding. 
<laughs> I was just quoting Those elements of Skyrim, but if I, it was done right, I was quoting that guy uh, that everybody got pissed off about. Yeah. What if Zelda was cinematic? What if Last of Us had blah blah? Sounds like a trailer for uh, a Rob Schneider movie or something. <laughs> it's like, what if Zelda what turned if in- was a woman? What if Zelda turned into a hot dog? Well, <laughs> he's she's gonna learn that things are not as cool as she thought being a hot dog. <laughs> Kratos gets a summer job at yeah. a china shop. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, people like it, but I don't really care. I mean, my my care my careness for uh, God of War went away a long time ago. I thought God of War three was okay. I guess I'm totally gonna play God of War but, of us. Yeah, uh, but I'm gonna wait until it's like thirty dollars. Like wait till I it's betcha, wait till it's twenty. Holiday, yeah, it's gonna happen. I mean. Most Sony games go become $20 really quickly. That's the thing that right. sucks about being a Nintendo fan is most Nintendo-made games don't go down in price ever. Yeah. So, you know, you have to play full for them. But, yeah, God of War, it'll be 20 bucks in like a month, probably. And you'll see like 20 of them at the GameStop. Maybe not that much. But, you know, like when everybody, like, you'd see all the, the GTAs everywhere where there's like just 50 boxes just sitting there in the used. And they're all like $20. It's like. It happens like two weeks after it comes out. Yep. That's why I'm not in a huge hurry to play God of War of Us. Mm-hmm. But I will. Eventually, I think I will play it, and I have every expectation of enjoying it, even if it's just an experience and less of a game, because some of those really highly cinematic games, like you just kind of end up forgetting all the gameplay because you're just going from one cutscene to the other. It looks. I think it's more open world than that, from what I've seen. It definitely looks much, much different than the God of Wars in my day, the ones that I played. So, I don't know. I think I only played the first one, maybe the second one. Yeah. It was definitely PlayStation Two one. Yeah, I liked the first one. The second one was let down, and the third one was was okay. It was. It, it's just it annoyed me because it was a part of that group of games where they were like, let's all let's kill let's kill the main character, <laughs> you know, where it's like. It was like that game and like 10 other games like all did that. It was like, let's kill off the main protagonist because it's fun to do, I, I guess. I know, Chrono Trigger did that too. I was pissed. Well, Chrono Trigger, you got to bring him back. Spoilers. <laughs> Same with God of War. Well, no, because he dies in the end. Oh, I thought you like came back up from Hades. No, not in God of War 3. You, you die at the end. Oh, you're you're dead. You're, you're, you're dead, That dead. was on the PS3? Yeah. I did play that. I just don't remember the story. You're dead, dead, man. It's like uh, there's like a first person thing and like blood fills the screen and it's dumb. But uh, yeah, that happens. But then there were a bunch of God of Wars after that. So he came back alive to life in somehow in some way that I didn't care for because I never played those because I just didn't give a shit after he died and got in God of War 3. He was dead to you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, that's a side note, Nintendo stuff, whatever there. Um, let's talk about the news. We did, We didn't get to do much news last week because we had too much midwest gaming stuff to get through plus there was like over an hour's worth of interviews on there which i thought came out pretty good from from listening to them you know aside from there was a band playing during the uh haunted halloween 86 stuff but that still came on came out all right yeah those guys were cool actually there's a purchase that i got last week i bought the soundtrack to halloween haunted halloween 86 so i bought it on uh bandcamp or whatever because you know i like to use music on all the episodes that we do and I always feel bad, you know, I want to to be able to pay the people if I can, the people who write the music, so I was, I was able to get it, and it was like suggested no donation, I gave them six bucks for it, but yeah, I paid for, I I bought the uh, Haunted Halloween soundtrack, and it's cool, it's good, I mean, well, you'll hear, you hear a song of it in the last episode, but it was worth it. But uh, speaking of stuff, speaking of buying stuff, apparently there's a game that we won't be able to be buying, 
next month. In the news, uh, Dark Souls has been delayed and indefinitely. It does not yeah. have a date. Indefinitely, I didn't hear that. Yeah, it it was supposed to come out like May twenty fifth or something, but it's a uh, it's been pushed for Switch only. All of the other versions of it are coming out on that date, which is a shame. So they're missing out. It was going to be a multi system launch, and for some reason, the Switch one is getting delayed. And the Mebo is getting delayed with it too. So if you were really hoping on getting that Sun Worshiper thing, you're gonna have to wait. But they haven't. What really sucks about it is they haven't given a date for when it's actually gonna come out. So it's been pushed to summer 2018. So I thought May was summer 18, but I guess I was wrong. <laughs> so it would have to be like June or July or something. But yeah, that one had some issues with producing the Amiibo because I mean, if the game is done on all the other platforms. Well, it was also playable. It was playable yep. at PAX East. Like Corey played it and said it looked great. So yep. I don't, I don't know. There must have been some sort of issue somewhere. But yeah, it's been delayed. Do you think that it has something to do with the online support? I don't know. Why well, do you, maybe. Good point. I mean, why? Why do you? Why do you think? Because maybe because the, on, the online shit is supposed to come out like late summer, early fall, right? Oh, oh, September, yeah. September. Right? That would be that. Be Nintendo kind of shooting themselves in the foot though, because they're keeping a game from launching alongside all the other systems. You know, I figured that's what they want. Is simultaneous launches. At least that's what I want, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure that's there's... That's true. It must be something with the actual development, then. Yeah. I'm sure there's some people that'll wait on the Switch version, but it's like... I don't know. I they, mean, they... The, game's, the game's been out for a long time. Well, yeah, the game's like six years old or something. But uh, maybe not that old, but still. I mean, it's it still it sucks, because uh, it was in my field of view for that. But I guess that just saves more money to buy uh, Donkey Kong or Hyrule Warriors, right? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I w- getting Donkey Kong. I won't get either of those, but maybe you guys will get Donkey Kong. I would consider getting Donkey Kong. Yeah. I mean, it's a good game. I just, I, I already played it. I, I, don't I really to... didn't want it at all, but then I found out Funky Kong was going to be in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you didn't want it until you found out that it was easier to play than it actually was. So I think that's what they're doing with Dark Souls. They're working out their Funky Kong stuff. You know, because they probably haven't put it Putting in there Funky yet. Kong in there? Yeah. Well, the game's pretty hard, so need Funky to help you out. At least you, with the surfboard. You can just take him and just put him in front of you, and guys will just kill him instead of you. Use him as yeah. a human shield. like Kind of like, a, you know, Princess Peach does in Smash Brothers with Toad. Like, same sort of thing. You can just, you can just knock stuff back at people. Funky Souls. Funky Souls, yeah. Dark Funky Souls. We already mentioned the South Park came out, and that game's out now. Um, there's, there's a release date for Wolfenstein 2. Which is cool. Finally got a release date. It's coming out on June 29th. So June is looking like a pretty crowded month for me. I don't really have any... There's nothing coming out in May that I know of that I want now because uh, Dark Souls is gone. But June, I got three games in there that I'm after. So it's getting pretty crowded. Save your money. Yeah, I got a... What was it? So June is a Ease 8. The What is it? The Lacrimosa or... Dana, something like that. Ease 8 comes out in June. Mario Tennis Aces comes out in June. And uh, Wolfenstein 2. I think they all come out in like the same week, too. It's ridiculous. It's like the 22nd, the 26th, and the 29th. So that's pretty much like the same week, which is insane. But uh, you can uh, you can look at uh, Wolfenstein 2 on the eShop now. There's no price for it yet, which is weird. They didn't put a price down. But you can watch a video of it. It looks. I think it looks great. You know, it looks cool from what I've seen of it, but that's something I'd really like to say. I'd, I mean, I'd be really surprised if it's anything less than 60. I mean, Doom was like a year old, and they still sold that at 60. So you're not going to see any anything less from that anytime soon. 
But I've uh, I don't I don't think I mentioned it yet on this, but I've been trying to like make a plan, make like a video game plan for myself, like an RPG calendar of which games I want to beat when. Like the plan was I'm hoping to beat I, I wanted to beat uh, Skies of Arcadia and uh, South Park by the time uh, Ease Eight comes out in June. That was my plan, and I wanted to beat Ease Eight by the time Octopath Traveler comes out in July, and I'm hoping to beat Dragon Quest Eight on 3DS, which I'm like halfway through by the time Dragon Quest Eleven comes out in August for PS4. So that's my plan. So, you know, I've been still doing that. I played Skies of Arcadia over the week on, on Sunday. So I got like uh, five hours out of, out of it. So still cranking away. I think I'm almost to like 40 hours, but I don't think there's, I think I have most of the crystals. I think there's only a couple left that I don't have. So I don't know. I just got the power to like fly above the clouds and go in the water and all that. So nice. I, don't, I don't know how much is left after that, but I'm still plugging away on that thing. You can find the you beat it before though, didn't you? Yeah, I beat it before. But I beat it like Dude, I beat it like fifteen years ago. Left. Yeah, like fifteen years ago. I, I only beat it one time, and it was a long time yeah. ago. And seriously, I beat it in like two thousand two, two thousand three. Like seriously, fifteen years ago. So I don't remember. I don't remember how far. I I remember you go to the moon. I mean, most RPGs in that time you end in the moon. So I do remember that's like one of the last things you do. So I feel that coming up. You know, well that's where the that's where the silver crystal is going to be. Which I haven't, or the white crystal, which I haven't got yet. But so yeah, I'm I'm getting farther on that. Still playing Dragon Quest Builders, but I haven't beat the second chapter. But all that stuff. Uh, Splatoon two has a new update now. There's a 3.0 update. So I don't Ooh, I don't full know, number update. Yeah, I don't know what's a fully what that fully entails. I know there's an I know they're bringing uh, Cap Triggerfish back the uh, level. So that so that's in there. But as far as, you know, they do, like, uh, they, like, rebalance everything and, like, do bug, bug fixes and all that stuff. But whenever we play it, if we play it Friday night, we can figure out, like, how much has changed. But I doubt that anything really is. But, yeah, we got that. We got that going. Um, I did mention last week that I was uh, looking in to get my Virtual Boy fixed. Yeah. Did you call that guy? Yeah. Yeah. So I emailed the uh, the guy. Um, I mentioned his name last week. I don't know if I have the card on me right now. I don't. But, uh he, he's based out of Milwaukee, which is kind of cool. But, uh, yeah, he, he sent me a quote back, and he said I can just send in the parts that need fixed so I don't have to send in the whole Virtual Boy. Oh, weird. Because a lot of people would rather send in the whole Virtual Boy, but I'm comfortable taking those pieces out because I've done it before. So the price of repair is 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Okay. Yeah. So, so what? I, I think I, I think I, a, how does that compare to the price of a, a Virtual Boy? I think Virtual Boys are between like 150 and 200 depending on their condition now. Oh, really? That'd be worth it. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yes. I think that I had said last episode, 60 bucks I think would be a fair price. That would be like where I drew the line at the fair price. So, he's saying 50 And then with the shipping for those two little parts, that's not going to be very much. So, that's kind of nice. And I'm not shipping it that far, just to Milwaukee, so... If there's a quick turnaround, it's possible by next episode I will have it fixed. Probably not, though. I'd say it's going to be a few weeks before, because I don't know when he gets to it and all that. What what parts are you sending in? Like the eyepieces or what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How much do you have to take take the thing apart before you send it? Mm, you just have to take the whole case apart to get those out. And yeah. then you have to detach them from the circuit board, and they've got, like, ribbon cables coming out of them that plug into mm-hmm. the circuit board, so you have to detach those. But it's nothing it's like exactly like the Game Boy. So that's why I'm like comfortable with it. You just have to use I a be- special you have to have a special safety bit, is what it's called, to open up the uh Virtual Boy. I think it's the same bit that's in the Super Nintendo. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be interested if he has replacement parts for the, the casing because on mine, the part where it actually attaches to the to the legs broke off. The plastic broke off. Like the the system functions. I just don't have a stand or a way to attach it to one. So this part broke or the part on the stand? That part broke on the system, not on the stand. Oh shit! On the actual yeah. system. On the actual system. Yeah. I was gonna say because you can get all the other stuff. Like now they make it third party. But yeah, I don't know about this actual piece of the casing. You could probably buy a broken Virtual Boy and just swap it out. Probably that's a good idea. With the safety bit, and yeah, if you brought if you just bought a broken Virtual Boy, that's that's mm. probably what I would do. Yeah, check on eBay, like one of those like. Uh, I bought the safety bit. Thing. I think I spent six dollars on the on the screwdriver that unlocks this thing. Yeah, because you've got to get a specific one, I'm sure. But now I have it, so I can open up all the Virtual Boys I want. Mm-hmm. You might want to think before saying something like that next time. <laughs> Before you open up all your virtual boys, <laughs> all the virtual boys that you want, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you, uh, have you guys seen this Pado Boy game that's coming out that looks like a Mad World meets Punch Out? Did you see oh. that video? Pado Boy, no. It looks freaking awesome. Like, watch it right now. Like, if I forgot that I had that I had saved a a thing of it, a video. Like, you would, I think you would love it if you can see it. But it's like totally black and white. You're 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 a boxer that has a duck head, mm-hmm. and you uh you you fight people. And uh, it looks Sin city style, Mad World style graphics. No, yeah, yeah, it looks like Mad World meets Punch Out because there's punch because there's like a boxing in it too. And this is a Switch yeah. game that's coming out. It's uh, looks amazing. I'm totally gonna buy it. It doesn't have a date or anything what? yet. Pato Boy, P A T O. Pato means duck in Spanish. P A T O. Okay, gotcha. But yeah, it looks like there's mini games. Like he's like fighting, he's like fighting a chef there. Like uh, it looks, it looks awesome. It looks like a game that I would in there. Yeah, he's walking around in like Mad World levels. Looks pretty, looks pretty insane. Like it totally looks like Mad World meets Super Punch Out. It does so yeah, well, maybe somebody like finally, yeah, Pat, no, Paddle Box is what it's called, not Paddle Boy. Paddle Box. Paddle Box, and it says coming soon for PS Vita, Nintendo Switch, and Steam. It says March 16th for PC and Mac, so maybe it's already out for those, but it looks awesome. So there's some there's another announcement for uh, Switch. I feel like that'll be another one that just comes out of nowhere, you know, like a release. Sleeper it's like It's just like here. What else do I got? Oh, yeah, Sega wants to screw over Nintendo again. Shenmue 1 and 2 remasters are coming out for everything other than Switch. Bastards. Everything other than Switch. Wow. Yeah, Shen- yeah, Shenmue 1 and 2 remaster for PC, Xbox, PlayStation 4, and that's it. No Switch port. And that's a fucking Dreamcast game, man. <laughs> it could totally work on the system. Yeah. I don't know what's up do with... well on the Switch. Yeah. Well, I mean, everything's doing well on the Switch right now. I don't understand why people are deciding to cut that out of their releases. Nintendo, or well, Sega has. You know, they had their Sega game that had like 50 games in it that isn't coming to Switch. And now Shenmue 1 and 2 not coming to Switch. Fuck Sega. Another bonehead move by Sega. Yeah. I know they don't think about things very well, but I know they made a lot of mistakes in the past, but it's like I uh, thought they knew better. Maybe they started making this Shenmue thing before the Switch. I mean, I doubt that because it's been out for over a year now, but that's know. that. Sega, we want all your classic properties. Like, it doesn't make any sense to not put them on the Switch. Mm-hmm. The, the the audience that played classic games, you know, the Genesis era games, they're the audience who is on the Switch and loving it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, come on. Like, just throw it on there. Yeah. Well, speaking yeah, of... give us C-Man. Well, speaking of C-Man weird... Too. I want C-Man. I say, speaking we'll of weird C-Man. Sega stuff, though, uh, I don't think we mentioned it yet, but Night Trap is coming to Switch as well. Yes, Night Trap is, is crazy. coming to Switch. Yeah, which is funny because... 
It's never going to be on on Nintendo console. Yeah, let's say it's, never. There's a video of it where it starts with that, saying never be on a Nintendo console, and then it goes right to to the Switch thing, which is it's hilarious. Beautiful. Yeah, and I think they should honestly hire Howard Lincoln to be a spokesman for the game. Is he still alive? He's still alive. Yeah, I think he is the manager of the the Mariners. I don't know if he is now that Nintendo has sold the team. I but think I he know. still works for the team. I think he's still there. Yeah, but come on, hire him to be the manager or the uh, the spokesperson for for Night Trap on the Switch. Are you guys gonna buy that game? Which one, Night Trap? Yeah. Well, it, what yeah. is it? Um, what's that company that does the resell stuff? Limited Limited Run. Oh. Limited run, yep. Yeah, limited runs doing it. Uh, looks like it's coming out for fifteen. So uh, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I I would have got it for twenty, but it looks it looks totally Thank awful, you. and it's like something I feel like I have to play because it looks like a really really bad old PC game with live action cutscenes. Oh, it's and, only through limited run. Yeah, but it'll be digital. Like it's not. Uh, oh, okay. Like there there'll be a digital version of it, but yeah, you can get a you can get a physical one too. Yeah, but they're but they're doing it for Switch. But yeah, from what I saw, it released it. 15 on ps4 so i don't see it being more on the switch but even if there's, if there's a switch tax and it's like 25 i'll still get it but yeah that's one we got coming up also in yeah, the news i first played that when that came out i was over at my friend's house and i had this friend who had a sega cd and uh like i would come over there and like immediately be like let's play your sega cd and to the point where it was like I think he was kind of getting suspicious why I was coming over. Like, did I want to hang out or, like, play the Sega CD? Yeah. But, you know, I played uh, Night Trap for the first time back then when it first came out. And I liked it. I, I played it actually again recently, about four years ago. I downloaded it. And it's, it's still fun. You know, it's cheesy. And it's definitely a simple game. But you can have a good time with it for a couple hours. How do you control it? Is it just like a – I mean, is it? Is, it's like a – it's like kind of like an adventure game, right? Like a point and click? Yeah, it's basically about switching cameras. It's like it's almost like you're like a TV director or something. You have all these different camera feeds going on. You got to switch between them to um, see when the the enemies are are approaching, and you got to set the trap. So you switch the cameras, and then you hit a button if you see um the the enemy coming. Hit a button to set the trap so that they won't actually get to the protagonists. Oh, okay. Yep. So that's what it is. Just switch. It's switching cameras and setting traps. Hmm. the whole game it's all about memorization too like there's no way you can really play it with without failing because you got you have to memorize when the enemies are attacking so a little bit of a a gameplay problem but again it kind of comes with the territory of these fmv games yeah yeah i like the charm of those games you or you don't and i do sure well i mean it's like it's too weird bizarre to not play yeah yeah Just because like of switching five cameras. Five you're like switching camera angles and like have to like shut doors. To yeah. Things from getting to the protagonist in the in the main room. Yeah, did, a little bit. Yeah. Did you ever play Star Fox Guard? Did you? Oh no, you get you did because like, you got like it. That too, yeah. You got that game. I forgot. I forgot that, that you did get Star Fox. We both did. But Star yeah. Fox Guard was cool. I liked that game. It was the better part of that package of Star Fox I mean, Zero. That, and Star, Fox Zero. Star Fox was like the game we anticipated the most on the Wii U. For... It, it was. We did like five episodes for it. <laughs> <laughs> we did so many Star Fox episodes. Is there is there any other news that I'm forgetting that you guys know of? Side, side note related to, to, to uh, Night Trap. There's another FMV game coming to Switch. Did you see that? It's called Late Shift. No. I was just on... Yeah, I was on the um, coming soon, uh, looking through there, and I found this thing. It's a, um, it's an FMV game, but it's like a modern one. Is it on the um, shop? It's on, it's on PlayStation. I think it's on Xbox, also. 
currently, but it's coming to Switch in the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me get. Let so, me just. I want to take a just take a quick gander. Yeah, and I saw the company that made it is a company called Control Movie, like the computer button CTRL and movie. So yeah. I guess maybe they're trying to push those kind of games back into the spotlight. Maybe there's an FMV renaissance going on. Katarl, Katarl movie. I think Katarl I, movie. I, I don't know if I, I think I messaged you about it, but Vaccine is on sale. You should totally get it. That game that looks like Resident Evil 1. Mm. It's on the Switch. It's, it How much is it? I don't, it, it won't show you if you already bought it, but I bought it. I, no, right. I don't feel like it was very much when I bought it. I feel like it was only 10 or 15, so it's got to be whatever less than that. But that game's cool because it's like a, it's basically a roguelike, but looks like Resident Evil. It plays like it. Yeah, it does. It totally looks like 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 low poly tank control and all that, and it's it's fun. I enjoyed it. It's basically like you have to try to figure it out in like thirty minutes, and the game changes every time you die. I couldn't get that far, but I had a lot of fun playing for what I did. I also saw Bold Boys on sale, which I don't know a dang thing about, but it looks stylish. I got that game. <laughs> oh, you have it. I bought Bold Boy. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a uh, you know it's like a point and click ish game, but you walk around and and like. Uh, solve puzzles and stuff and it has an interesting art style it's kind of like extra grotesque like kind of like a ren and ish i guess like that type of thing but gotcha yeah that, that was a cool game i liked it i mean i didn't play it all the way through it i should go back and finish it i hear it's not that long but i enjoyed what i played of it so yeah that one's on sale uh also what's coming out tomorrow it's which is weird that it comes out so close to labo but the core game comes out tomorrow for nintendo switch where you can oh, do yeah, all, I saw that. where you can play all the um where you can play all the shit on it. I find it weird that it's $48. Is that like a Korg joke? Like, is, uh, did the Korg originate in 1948 or something? I don't know. I mean, you know, instead of like being a 59 or 60, you know, 59.99 or whatever. But yeah, if you want to... You had the DS one, right? I didn't have the Korg one, no. But there was one. No. I didn't get it. I mean, I thought about getting it, but no, it was too out. It was too weird and too out of my price range. I don't think I'll get this one either, but it'd be cool if you could use it with the Labo, that you could actually like play yeah. the play the keyboard with the Korg thing. Maybe they'll add that as an update or something, but but they that should. but that's something interesting that's coming out this week. Is it really a game or is it like it's not what a, is it? No, exactly? it's not it's not a game. It's like a recording studio, basically. It's a software or yeah. It's yeah. A hardware emulator. So, yeah, it like you can you can play stuff on the touchscreen, I believe. You know, play the keys like it's a Korg, and you can record stuff and layer it and stuff like that. Is what it looks like, and you can change the dials and whatnot. I'm just wondering, on their end, are they thinking that this is like a legitimate thing that musicians will use, or is this kind of like a, a novelty to get people into it? Like I don't know. They they've been releasing it on like everything since the DS. And, I mean, they, yeah, they put you it could on... get it on the DSi shop, and then they had it on the 3DS, the, the deluxe version, I think, and then yeah. So they're just they just keep porting it because they must be selling enough copies on all the other versions. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they put it on DS, so that was pretty crazy. There there were a couple there are a couple like uh, arcade archives games that got added on here that just caught my eye. Ten Yard Fights coming out next week oh finally a football game next thursday yeah yeah right and uh and this game stakes winner that looks like a horse racing game oh finally a stake game (laughs) so uh i hope i i kind of want to play both of those just because i like bizarre neo geo race you know like the the bizarre neo geo sports games and i mean it's probably not going to be as good as uh pocket card jockey but still yeah i was gonna say i'm interested in any sort of weird horse racing game be a 10-yard fight. First football game. 
Eight dollars yep. comes out next week. That's pretty so exciting. That's uh, something that I noticed on there. Yeah, late. Yeah, late, late shift. Are we still lacking baseball? I think we're still lacking baseball. Or no, there's superstar. No, we got baseball. There's right an R. Through. There's an RBA baseball game. That's on yeah. here. And there's the um, Neo Geo no future hockey. one. No yeah, no hockey. I think. Immortal Redneck comes out too. <laughs> that one looks dumb. Anyway, Immortal Redneck. Yeah, that, that's one I think I'm gonna have to get just because it looks awful. It looks. It reminds me of. Uh, did you ever play any of the Serious Sam games? Yeah, mm-hmm. I played Serious Sam on GameCube, and Immortal Redneck kind of looks like that, where it's just like a. It's like a first-person shooter, but it's like arcadey and doesn't really take itself seriously. It's like fifteen yeah. bucks. Like I'll. T- I, I. I mean, if there's nothing else coming out that week, I could see myself getting that one and playing it just for the fun of it because it looks stupid, and I like stupid f- f- first-person shooter games. You know, if they're not, if they don't control awful. Like I almost bought that like radiation island game that was on there because it looks stupid <laughs> but it's like but it was like 40 bucks so i didn't get it that uh jotun valhalla game it came out for wii u i actually got it for wii u that's on there that's releasing tomorrow as well it's like a top-down uh uh adventure action thing where you're like a you're like thor or something it's some sort of a norse god story i didn't it play was it on the wii u right yeah it was on the wii u i got it on wii u and i, I didn't so. play it for very long but it's on it's on there it's coming out tomorrow but yeah if there's not anything else let's get to uh Talking about cardboard and shit. Sounds good to me, man. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, I gotta go pee in my we'll cardboard toilet. So Labo came out last week. Well, no, yeah, it did. It came out on Friday, four twenty, buddy. And uh, Jeremy and I, we both got our uh, our Labos going. So I did not get it on four twenty. I got it on four twenty two. Yeah, I got mine on four twenty one. So we weren't able to uh, partake in that. You guys both ordered it before, right? Yeah. Well, I I, I did not. No, I ordered mine. Uh, well, yeah, I ordered mine the day of. Yeah, I ordered mine Wednesday, I think, maybe Tuesday. Yeah, my, mine actually arrived on a Sunday. Um, I ordered it that Friday. It came here on Sunday. Yeah, mine wasn't supposed to get here until Monday, but I got it on Saturday. But I was super psyched about getting it, you know, because I like the... Uh, I was really excited about this RC car that's in that's here, which I just want to put this by the microphone. Listen to how loud this thing is. And that's not even like you're shaving. That's not even it on the ground. Like when it moves, it's like. Well, you can change the frequency that it vibrates. You can, but it doesn't different surfaces like quicker. Oh, because every time I did that, it didn't move at all. Like it wasn't at 170. It wouldn't move. That's what happened to me. Maybe it worked better for you. But when I when I did it, it just uh, it just didn't move. Like it would it'll it'll vibrate at a different thing, but it won't move. So but yeah, no, it's cool. I mean, there's a really weird. uh, There's like sort of a. <laughs> there, there's like there's like sort sort of a what do you call it a night vision camera thing on there. I know, I know Jeremy like took a selfie of himself, but if you guys can see it, like 
there's actually a camera on this on the switch thing so it's interesting yeah that 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 was there the whole time we've had the switch oh yeah no, i mean there, it was it. it was used in the um it was it was actually used in the one two switch game like you would like there was a there was an eating game i guess oh the sandwich game and you like move your mouth in front of it like you're chewing and it like reads what you're doing and there's another one where you like make a you make stuff with your hands and it reads your hand like oh, there's like another rock, one paper, two switch scissors. song in there yeah there's another one two switch game that was like that so it did they did use it in that but it's cool that they're actually putting it in there and mine mine updated when i uh put the game in there i'm sure you stood to it updated the controller so it could do yeah it did them individually stuff. too it was weird because they weren't even connected to the console mm-hmm. but uh yeah it's pretty that was the first thing i made of course was the uh aside from the from the uh holder like you have to make a joy con holder first before it lets you do anything else which i don't know if you ever use that for anything else but you have to do that yeah i don't know i thought maybe it plugged into the piano but it didn't so yeah, I thought I was hoping it would plug into something eventually, but maybe the house. I don't know. We haven't we haven't done the house. So what have you guys done so far? Piano. What have you done? Here's you the, did the piano. Well, you did the RC car. Well, here's the, the that was the RC car. I brought all I brought all of mine in here so I could show them to you. Here is uh, the motorcycle. You can do this and honk and stuff. There's like some games in there where you use this. It doesn't really, it honestly doesn't really work that well, I don't think. Like, I wasn't really a huge fan of the motorcycle stuff. And it has this, you know, extender thing that you can take off if you want it to be small or whatever. But I don't know. Pretty much all these Labo things, I think the most fun of it is putting it together. Yeah. Once you have it together, it's like, uh, it does not really all that cool. But putting it together is the fun part. I did some of the weird stuff too, like the, uh, like the scanner, like the IR scanner. I made one of these. You put like put the put the Wii mode in there, and you can aim it at stuff, and it'll scan things. You can actually make uh, you can make races with this in the um, in the car mode. You can like scan your cat and turn it into a race, which I did. I scanned Tallulah and turned it into the Tallulah race. So you can do that. <laughs> it's a, interesting. It'll like create wait, the. So you like wait? What, what did you do exactly? <laughs> I, I basically put it next to my cat. And it like yeah. it made like a mountain shaped like Tallulah, and that was like the racetrack. It like kind of oh, took her, okay. you know, oh, for you know, the racing game. Yeah, for the racing game. So it made her into. So a, you can like scan objects into the game. Yeah. With the, okay, got it. With your scanner That's gun. Cool. There's also a. It's not really like a th- does anything, but there's a mini motorcycle too that you can make where you can put your Joy-Con in there. And I know Jeremy made like the uh, elephant one. Yeah, it lets you. There's like little customizable pieces that. It'll, throws in yeah there's the, extra the stuff bowl, i got that one i never i definitely haven't done all of them my my favorite ones are probably like the the car the fishing pole and the piano the piano is definitely the most impressive out of all of them for sure but the fishing pole is kind of cool because there's like a you know it's like a rubber band in here and it's i played that one more than the car the car one just didn't really seem to control very well and it wasn't really very fun by the time i actually got it together you know but it was fun to build but the fishing one was kind of cool i guess sort of but it's really once you build the piano it's like nothing really compares to that which i have which i have over here the uh the coolest thing and you can actually see how it works is like uh everything basically everything is read from the remote and there's like can you see can you see in there can you see the keys yeah mm-hmm. see like see like the white the white that moves up there that's basically how it works is it reads this reflective tape in here so yeah. it's it's super cool. Like it's very very impressive. Dueling pianos, go. <laughs> I 
I wish it, it makes me wish that I was more musically inclined. I showed it to Jess. She played around with it a little bit. She, you know, she could actually play play a couple things on it. But it kind of reminds me. I, I had a collection. I had a couple keyboards in my, you know, in my in the last few years. I had I had a mono synth, which is basically a keyboard where you you know move a bunch of dials to create sounds and all that. And this thing kind of reminds me of that because the mono synth only has so many keys. Except for that, you can only play one key at a time, obviously, for mono synth. But this one, you can actually play more than one, which is interesting. You can do chords and stuff. But there's like, yeah, you can do like, you can record things, you can play things with these. All the buttons do stuff. You can actually so, create your own wave files by cutting out yeah, cardboard things. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, I think that's the coolest part of the piano is the uh, that scanner slot because you use that for your rhythms too. So Oh, this is the I drum, didn't. This is the drum card. Okay, I didn't use the drum card yet. I was wondering what that was. So the drum card's pretty oh. cool. You you post all the holes, you, you have to poke all the holes out. So there's, uh, I guess it'd be... 32 holes total and then you fill them back in with the beats and the bottom one is the bass drum then you've got the snare here then it's like the splash and the hi-hat i don't know which order oh wow wow these two there's no tom which is kind of annoying oh wow i uh, I wish i would have messed around with that because i'm more i'm more of a drummer than a piano owner so and it recognizes it at a drum beat like automatically when you put it in it's not you stick it into the piano and it somehow like you hit a, with the the camera on the you hit, on yeah. the you hit a button mm-hmm. you, you hit a button and that on means the it has a, a drum beat see this see this button here this cardboard one on the far side you push this in and that reads whatever you have in here you know okay. they can do it and there's all these like you make all these weird screw looking things that you can put in here that'll like alter the sound on the toy piano mode or you can also like use it as dials and turn things up and down for the studio mode which you can like play on different octaves and stuff and like you know switch them up and down it's really impressive like the piano in itself yeah i would have paid 70 for that like well, it's, it's cool that we got all the other really shit cool, but yeah. what's that thing so the other it's thing a waveform. Cool is these waveforms which he showed you a second ago this is the actual waveform and then you scan that and it changes the note but what's cool is it comes with this template right here and you trace the template on a paper and you can make your own waveforms so mm-hmm. within yeah. the uh Within the game, like in the discovery section, someone shows how to make this one, which I use like a ruler to make it perfectly. This makes like a really cool, like springy, boingy kind of mm-hmm. sound. Yeah. Um, so I made that one, and then I was like, "Well, I want to try to make a custom one." So first, I made so first I made this one, which is kind of weird. I think I ended up just reading it very similar it, to that last one. It kind of looks like a like a cloud right. for the people so who are at home, and the other one looks like, like a nail. One. It like just goes so maybe down. one of so you right now like, like so then the I was like on. well then one yeah. last thing I was like I want to make like my own custom one so I was like how do I do this one so, <laughs> what does that sound like uh, of course you did <laughs> <laughs> you had to make a dick one <laughs> what does the dick sound like is it like <laughs> <laughs> turn it on let's play. I, I want to hear what these sound like well uh. I could actually, well, I wouldn't hear you guys though, but I could, I could plug it into the. So it's reading one of the waveforms here. So. That part didn't really work. I'll let you hear the the penis. 
Let's hear the penis. Oh, let's, I gotta put. I gotta show me doing everything. The title of this episode is "Hear the Penis." <laughs> All right, here's the here's the labo, the labio. <laughs> I've got this guy. Put it in here. The penis is going into the labo. <laughs> Slides right into there, oh. nice and neat. Oh shit! Nope, it's gone. You lost it. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Right, it's in there. And I thought the cereal thing was the weirdest thing we ever did. Uh, here we go, here we go, here we go. I'm gonna scan it. Alright, hold on. Shit, 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 shit. You see it there? My camera doesn't show it. It's over there on the there side. It, it just yeah, looks like balls. Is, this is what it sounds like. Nothing too special, but you know. It's that it's that one moment when it shows because when you scan something in it'll show a screenshot of what the IR camera sees, and you'll mm-hmm. see your actual drawing or your actual yeah. thing for just a second. And that's the funny part. And that's why I cut two penises because the first one didn't dangle down far enough. You just kind of saw a little <laughs> bit of the bottom part. So I had to make it like hang down more. Best line of this show uh, didn't dangle that's down far enough. Man. Penis didn't dangle down far enough. <laughs> I'm putting that on Twitter right now. So yeah, Labo, man. Yeah. That's the. Uh, that's kind of fun I've been having with this thing. And like, it's just, I, I'm just astounded by when you think about it, like all this could be done in like an easy to use software. It doesn't have to have all this cardboard interface, but the cardboard's the it, fun part though. But, but it adds it like element by element and it makes you understand it. So mm-hmm. like, I understand, like I didn't really understand on, the envelope, like what that meant before. And it explains envelope really well. Like that's something on a synth that I didn't understand. I knew what reverb was, but I didn't know about envelope, oh, which okay. is kind of like, there's no, I don't know if there's attack in this, but it's something like attack. But uh, yeah, I don't know a lot about synths, but it's teaching me a little bit more. Yeah, it reminds me a it's lot. Got, it's got the, uh, this thing lets you switch octaves, but it also functions as a pitch bend. Yeah, you can also like modes. you can move it like a whammy bar too. Like you can shake the Joy-Con in there, and it'll oh, be like right. wah, 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 wah. you can do that too. So it's crazy. Like you could then it's got a record and play and a pause, and you can multi-track recordings on it, which is also kind of crazy. Yeah, it's crazy how complicated it gets. Like the piano in itself is just like wow, it's insane that somebody made that. I'm gonna put my uh, let me put my guy together real quick here. But if I think to go ahead. If I think too, I'm gonna note. Uh, I'm gonna put a just a little clip of the camera looking at the marker stickers because it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it'll, it'll let you actually like look at it, see a live view of the camera while you're playing it. Oh wow! I'm, I'm, you looks like you found more than I have. All right, I'm gonna build this uh, car one really quick here because per John's request, he wanted to me to make one of these labos. So it's it's only it's really one piece, so it's pretty easy. So I'm gonna do it right here. This is the Labo RC car. This is the RC yep. car, yeah. So everything is pre-cut, so it pops out really easily. As you'll see here. And it's really, it's only one piece, like the Labo car is. There's like a fake, uh, I mean, there's a fake antenna that you can put on your, on your like, switch. You know, if you want to pretend that it's, like, actually controlling it and all that, which is kind of, it's kind of silly. I put it on there, like, once and then never use it again. But almost as dumb as the baton. Oh yeah, I haven't even used the baton. So here it is with all the stuff taken out on the middle. So what you do is you basically you want to bend everything over like this. It's another fake antenna. Like this. So bend this top part also. 
you kind of want to crease everything to make it like easier to bend. Got to bend in this middle part, and these side parts here too. So you basically you take this, you bend it into the side like this, like so. Mm -hmm. Pull this down. These guys on the far end, bend them in. It's looking like a, uh, excuse me. It's looking like a car. It's really uh, this one's really really simple. And uh, there you are. Ta-da. That's it. There you go. RC car. It is an RC car. So you basically, uh, like I said before, you slide you slide the Joy-Cons in here on each sides, and then boom, you got it. So That there. was about a minute. That's uh, there, There's me building one for you right there. That's the quickest one that there is in there. Like, uh took me three hours to build the piano. That's the most complicated one. took me like an hour each for the car and the, and the fishing pole. I haven't done the house yet. I was saving it for Jess. That looks pretty cool. Because she hasn't made, because she hasn't actually made one. And I think that the most fun to be had in Labo is to make the stuff. So once you've made it, it's kind of not that much fun anymore. <laughs> Except for like, I guess the remote control car can be fun to mess with your cats. And if you can actually play the piano, like a uh, guest of our guest that we had, friend of the show, uh, Justin Vega. Yeah. <laughs> guest of the show, Justin Vega. He's been actually posting a lot of cool stuff to uh, the NBC group, like some songs that he's been writing. I was actually oh, yeah. going to, was wanted to put the uh, Majora's Mask one that he put on there on the show at some point. So Yeah, I listened to that one. That was good. Yeah, so he's been doing a lot of really cool stuff in there, especially with, like, the layering and, like, I guess you have to wait it out and, like, you know, put it in there later and all that stuff. Yeah, Jeremy has the uh, the elephant one there, which is the elephant face is part of this. This one that I was just doing, it's right up here. And there's some, like, horns and shit, too. But, yeah, each of each of these, like, cardboard things that come out of the box – they all have extra stuff on them that you can pull out, that you can get out of there and use on their own. It's pretty rad. The other th cool thing about the RC car is that it uses the IR camera, and you can view what the car sees. You so can. I, was, I, I think Trey did the same thing. I was looking at my cats while they were like trying to And they to look so the scary, camera. yeah. Their eyes are glowing, and they're all uh -huh. like green. And Did you try the Predator mode, too? There's like a, You can like switch it to where it's... Uh, yeah. So it, it's really funny. I, I have a video. Maybe I'll splice that in, too, but... I have a video, well, one where it's torturing my cat because it keeps attacking his tail. Yeah. And then there's another one where I've got it where I set my beer, and it goes after cold things, too. So oh, I have, yeah. So like, an ice-cold beer. Oh, nice. And the thing's, like, everywhere I put my beer on the desk, like, the thing keeps trying to run over and grab it. It's pretty cool. Oh, funny. really? So it's got, uh, like, heat-sensing abilities? Well, the IR, yeah, the infrared. Have you so guys used a... a cold thing or a hot thing or whatever you want? Yeah. Temperature cool. extremes. Oh, you can actually... If you put it in car mode, and I think you already said this, but if you put it in car mode and you already have a, then you have it in the piano, it'll show you all the stuff that's going on in the piano. Yep. But uh, you, so you said you built two of these, right? But do you have two switches? Were you guys, were you and Mar able to like race each other? No, unfortunately not. Because I don't know if you, I'm sure you found this, but there's like a timer in here. Like if you're doing a, it like plays some sort of like Scarface like song. It's like uh, it reminds me of push it to the limit, but. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a stopwatch that comes on when you hit this. And this is what you get. It's like, push it to the limit. The limit. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty rad. So, yeah, it's it's cool. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of crazy shit you can do on here. Have you tried doing any of the aquarium stuff? Because I think you can make your own fish in that, right? Like with the yeah, same thing that. with the waveform. I, I just scanned in my drum beat that I'd already made and then made a fish out of it. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the, what was that? Uh, 
There was an old PlayStation game where you would like scan your CD and it would turn into a monster. Do you remember that? Oh, Vaguely. right. The barcode thing. It was a barcode. Or yeah, it did. No, no, CDs you put it too. you put a CD in it. It's it was like a Monster Hunter type game, but it's not monster, monster Hunter. Monster Rancher? Yeah. Yeah, you could put it? yeah, you put a CD in the in the thing and it'll like uh, randomly generate turn into a monster, yeah. So you could be like, here's my Blink one eighty two monster. Well I guess it wasn't random because like if everybody used the same album they'd get the same monster. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, random to you, but it, it it uh seeming random to you, I guess. But yeah, whatever you look, whatever you put in there, it creates a different thing. Have you uh? Did you mess around garage mode at all? No. Garage is kind of a little uh, kind of a little intimidating to me. I mean, the, the, the most, truth. the most like, yeah, the most creative I got was those waveforms. Yeah. So you saw you saw where my mind was. <laughs> I, I saw you making your dick forms. But <laughs> so, in gra- so in garage mode, I I guess I just make like a a penis maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I've seen people make. I've seen some cool videos on Twitter and like shared through the subreddit and stuff. Like, um, basically, like people recreating like Game of Watch type games. Yeah, because like in the garage mode, you can basically, like, through a you know through the touch screen, you can decide like what parts of the switch are going to do different things depending on what you touch on it. So, like, if you want it to vibrate in a certain way or whatever, and do that, and it just seems like it seems very overwhelming for me. Like, I'm like, oh shit, I don't know. It seems like you kind of need to know like some basic programming stuff for it, but I just didn't really have any ideas for it yet. But it's like, it looks crazy from what I saw. But you can use that mode to reprogram. So like, I think an easy thing that they show in one of the pro- promotional videos is like, you can control the RC car with the piano. Oh, yeah. So if you wanted to use the piano keys to make it do different stuff, you could. Well, so, I mean, all you can really do like is... That, or you can make like... So I was going to say one cool thing that I did with the piano, one of the modes is the acoustic mode, mm-hmm. and that uses the, the vibration of the Joy-Con to produce different sounds, yeah. which is really cool. We've but it can only do... Like Mario Kart, and like I think mm. it's in, a, it's in a Odyssey as well a little bit, where you can hear special sounds through the... Golf Story. What's that? Does it in Golf Story, too. Oh, right. Yeah, it does in Golf Story, too. It also so did it in it Kirby at one point. It from the vibration of the Joy-Con. Well, mm-hmm. this translates all the the notes of the keyboard into that. And it's kind of fun because you've got the extra Joy-Con that's not connected to the piano that you can put wherever else you want. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I like was walking around today setting that in different spots. Well, I did that at the top of the show. I set it next to the microphone, which similar concept, but not quite like as grandiose as some of the things I was trying to do with it. So one thing I did is I put it inside of a popcorn tin, like a big uh, popcorn oh, yeah. tin you get at Christmas. Did it like uh, give it? It should give it some like more uh, reverberation then, right? Like it'll kind of like echo yeah, or become like tinny. Reverberation yeah. Or whatever. Uh-huh. yeah. So what I did once it the vibrations were kind of annoying, so I set it on top of like a roll of um, packing tape within within the container, so it like put it like on a little pedestal where it wasn't directly contacting the metal, and that in- improved the tone a lot. So that was cool. But the coolest thing I did with it was I took it and I put it inside of the body of my acoustic guitar. Oh, and, okay. I, and I hooked the. Uh, oh yeah, so it should, should can, like amplify the, Joy-Con, it. the the control stick of the Joy-Con through the mm. string, so it was kind of suspended. And then it it was really cool how it like you know used the vibration of the guitar to like amplify the sound, and also it kind of gave it like whatever the guitar is tuned in. I think the key of c or g or whatever the key Mm -hmm. that it's in naturally um so it's kind of emitting that tone at the same time it was really cool so i uh 
don't know if I got a video of that. I might post a video of that at some point, but just walking around the room, like trying to use different items to amplify the Joy-Con is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say the only thing about the um, using the Joy-Con to vibrate the note is that it, it won't do different octaves. It only do one. It only do one octave. But you can make it louder and quieter. That's about all you can do. Yeah, because I tried that. Like if you try the switch, it doesn't change. It's all like the same octave. But it's still really cool that it's in there. Have you recorded anything? Like the, I mean, you're in a band. Like have you have you written any songs or anything with? with no, your, I start, uh... I started messing around with it a little bit. I figured out like uh, I can play Happy Birthday, like because it shows you how to play that. You know, I figured out a couple of simple songs. Mm-hmm. But... As far as actually recording, no, I haven't. I haven't really even begun to scratch the surface there. I wrote this drum beat. This is an original drum beat I wrote here, so this is the start of my song that I've written. But um, there's a lot of hi hats in there, or whatever that uh, top one is. The one that's like almost all punched. Oh, there's only three. So it's not where it's punched; it's where it's not punched that, oh. that hits. Yeah. Oh, which, weird. Which, fucked with my head at first too because i was like all right well i just punch out the ones i want to do but it's the opposite so you have to reinsert the circles back in where you want them to be where you want the hits to be yeah i was gonna say like because it's like not one of those one-time things i guess you got to save the middle right and then you can kind of put it back in like if you screw yep. it up did you did you screw anything up on your uh construction because i did i, I screwed up the I, I screwed up a part one of those screws i i mean fitting i screwed up one of these guys while I was making the uh, piano, I actually put it on the inside I put, instead of the. I put it on the wrong side, so I ended up basically ruining all tape. this reflective tape. So I took the tape that was on the outside of the sticker and I put it on there. It's this one. Like if you notice, it's thinner than the one that came in there because this is the outside tape that I used on it because I fucked but up the other ones. But it works fine. It does the same thing. But yeah, it's does it some... come with a lot of extra stuff just in case you mess up. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was going to say, some of it, there's not really much of a margin for error. Because, like, this one, there's no extra of this. Nope. This is the only reflective tape you have. So if you fuck it up, you're fucked. You, unless you, you know, use the outside like I did, the stuff that isn't used to make it work. Well, I think there's Otherwise, some more in there for the house, so you could take that away, but you don't want to do that. Yeah, I guess. Because I use, well, I use most of it for all of that. But is there more string for the house? There must be because there's yeah, more there's, string there's in there. Yeah, there's a separate separate sheet of, of reflective tape for the house too. Yeah. So I'd be interested to see how that works. I guess if that's more complicated like the piano it might be cool, but I didn't get to that one. I don't imagine it's going to be as cool as the piano. The piano is like the piano is like a, an instrument. How, yeah. Just the construction of it, let alone the functionality. Just the construction of how the, all the black keys are weighted. Well, they're not really. They're not weighted. They're like. Well, the the black keys so are. I are, guess you're the right. The black keys are weighted, and then well, the, the weighted spring loaded. So that's really cool. That the, yeah, how the mechanism's different for them, and then how they're all sh- just like real piano keys. They all have to be shaped differently based mm-hmm. on where they are on the keyboard. So they were all constructed differently. Yeah, and I thought that was really cool. Kind of like doing that, like methodically and understanding a keyboard a little better that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all kind of like. Uh... It's basically, yeah, whereas the black keys, uh, the front of it is weighted more so it stays down. But I like how you bend back the cardboard to make its own spring. And you do that for the buttons, too, which is really neat. Like where they kind of like bend in like an accordion almost, and then, and then they, you know, will come back up. You think that they'll like wear, that? wear out after a while? I mean, if you just bend the cardboard yes. and get the springiness, it'll wear out, right? It probably will. I mean, if if you push it a lot, but it's not like a video game. Like you're not going to be like hitting the record button like a bunch of times. Well, to... the, thing, so the thing is that 
if you go into dis- the discovery mode for every project, there's a discovery mode in the software and in the yeah. piano discovery mode, I've, I've gone through all those modules and, uh, one of them is exactly that. What happens if the spring fails on you because it wears out and, uh, it just tells you to go in and use um, scotch tape to fix it, and you like it actually shows you how to take it apart and then put the scotch tape in the best spot to reinforce it, and then you can fix the spring with tape. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing is meant to be easily repairable. Like they don't want you to go out and buy a new set; they want you to use a bunch of tape on it. And yeah, it they look even... really shitty as long as it still works. <laughs> they even sell their own tape if if you want to use that. There is specific That's tape true. you can buy. So you could put that on there. But also, like, or if reflective... you don't want Labo, you just want Nintendo tape. Just go get, buy some Nintendo tape. Yeah, just get the Labo tape. If you want more of the reflective tape, you can just get, uh, it looks like the stuff that you use for, like, house addresses and stuff. Like, there's, like, you can just buy it at a hardware store. You don't need to buy it from Nintendo. Well, this is more reflective, though. Like, I have some of that address tape stuff, and it's, like, matte. This is, you know, this is flashy. That's, like, more of a matte thing, so it doesn't reflect. But yeah, no, I, I was super impressed by it. I mean, it's a, it's kind of like you know, it's kind of silly because it's like a cardboard toy, and it's like now I'm kind of the point where I'm like, I don't know where to put it. Like I have all this shit, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with it because I've been keeping it under the TV in the living room, and it's just kind of like piling up, just all this cardboard. And yeah, like, so I just posted asking for any uh, suggestions on how on to a, store Labo and <laughs> where to store your Labo. Yeah. So someone's going to get a ton of uh, social media points if they like make a big cardboard case that holds all the Labo stuff like nice and neat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, what I was going to make as a joke to that post was, uh, well, you know, you could just take your Labo and just refold it back flat and put it in the box that it came in. That's basically what you can do. Which you <laughs> could, but man. Undo it all. Yeah, but then you're taking everything apart and it'd be so sad and then you wouldn't have anything left. You're like, oh, I could have met like... That would be the saddest thing ever, like taking apart that piano and like putting, making it all flat again, and unfolding everything. That I I need to see like somebody do that on YouTube to like that song "Hurt," you know, with Johnny Cash. Like, just <laughs> I just need to see that like in slow motion of <laughs> somebody taking a taking the you know just just take somebody putting the. We need we need to do that on the keyboard that song. Yeah, of course. Just somebody just taking it, just have somebody putting it together and do it, and do it in reverse and just play Hurt. <laughs> It'll be like <laughs> the saddest thing ever, you know. But what is, I mean, what is your overall uh, thoughts on this? Like, what would you, uh, I mean, I highly, I highly recommend it. It's just kind of like, I don't know, it's not really a game, but it's not really supposed to be a game. I mean, it even says on the box, like, you know, six years old. Right there, six yeah, yeah. six plus, you know, so. So I will say it's a it's a hefty box. It's full yeah. of cardboard, but you know, you're getting like a nice heavy play set. I'd say at least ten hours of construction time if what it says is to be believed, right? Yeah. Eight to right. Ten hours. Yeah. And then all the discovery stuff, if you're if you're serious about learning how the software works. I mean, all the discovery section even like breaks apart, like it explains how the Joy Cons work. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It shows the inside of them and stuff and kind of explains them. And um, so it's like a really cool, like, insider lesson on how the Switch works in a way. Like yeah. Some, not Maybe not, you know, the actual, like, console itself and the CPU and all that. But as far as the, like, the gimmicky parts of the technology, the IR camera, the, the gyro and the, um, I, yeah, all that stuff. It kind of explains it and shows, like, 
a cool like exploded diagram of how the insides work and stuff. So I think it's really cool. Um, the discovery mode is where it's at. That's where you're going to get the real depth for the mm-hmm. game because you go to the discovery mode, you complete all those modules, and it gives you more ideas of extra stuff to do. And then that's when you like that's what Nintendo's hoping it's going to set people loose to make their own stuff. And yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, really, like it's intimidating to think of how that garage actually works, but there's a lot of stuff that can be done. I mean, it's like think of all the crazy stuff people did with with Mario Maker and then replace that with like physical mm-hmm. like a physical embodiment of computer programming is kind of what Labo is. Yeah. So ki- kids are going to be learning like basics of computer programming and stuff probably from this. Oh yeah, yeah no, it's it... really cool. Like you know, I haven't tried it yet myself, but um I can see the value in it especially if you have kids. I used to I, I it was about two Christmases ago now. I got uh from my niece there's a series of of, of uh, projects for girls called Goldie Blocks, where they you read a storybook, and the storybook is actually really instructions for how to build whatever you're going to build, right? And uh, it was the one that I got her was, was Goldie Blocks in the movie machine, and so we read this story together, and we ended up making this. Uh, I forget what they call it. I think it's a movieola where you spin, you crank a wheel, and then the picture turns around and when you look through the keyhole, it becomes an animated picture, right? Yeah. It's like a kinetoscope um, or whatever, right? Like where, yeah, it's, yeah, uh, like that. where it animates. Yep, yeah. Yeah. It's like one yeah, of the so, first, uh, you know, I spent like 30 bucks on it and I don't know if she ever uses it now, but to me it was worth it to buy that thing and then have that time with her to build it. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of parents will probably find the same with, with Labo. It's really something, you know, who knows if the kids will play with it for, you know, six months from now or a year from now, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you spend 60 bucks to spend, you know, Jeremy, what, what do you say? 10 hours with yeah. your kid building something. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, probably more with a kid. Like I did it with Longer you know, with my, gr- too, my yeah. girlfriend who was helping me like fold pieces, double the speed. And mm-hmm. so it still took us like two hours to make the piano. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. I, I did it by myself in three for the yeah. piano, but that was like, I went straight from the car to the piano, and I think what they expect you to do is like kind of build it up from there, go from like the car, go from like the car to the to like the fishing pole to like the to the motorcycle to the house. Like I think they want you to do it in that way. So then it gets like kind of longer and longer as you go, and then the biggest one is the piano. But I jumped straight to the piano, and I was kind of like after that, I was like, oh, I was like so tired after doing the whole thing, and I and I did it where I, like, used it on the screen, like, just the, you know, just the switch screen, so I kind of, like, used the touch screen to, like, have it go through all the instructions and all that, so by the time I finished the piano, the switch said, out of batteries, <laughs> and it was, like, boom, <laughs> like, 1%, and I'm like, ah, so, like, so when I built the motorcycle and the fishing pole last night, I actually left the switch in the dock and did it on the TV, which you can do that too, which is really cool. I don't know which if you... is the way. Yeah, that's the way we did the. This is the way oh, we you... did the piano. Because I was going to say the I... switch inside the dock and yeah. read the instructions from the TV, so yeah. it was charging. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you can do you can do that same thing. Like I played all the racing games with the switch on the TV. You know, with the with mm-hmm. the thing on the TV, and I use the motion because it doesn't. Yeah, have... I pretty much. I pretty much use the. Uh, I use the pro controller to go through the menu while I build the stuff oh i just used a, yeah i just used one of the joy cons because you only need one you only need the right one you just hit a and and uh r and like the r zr whatever and that's how you go through it it's like a and y and zr is how you can do it and you can move the camera around with the uh analog stick 
to show you like you know in case you miss something but it's really um it's really self-explanatory i think like i didn't really get confused much a lot of it like i would look at it and i was like i know how to do it and then i'd put it like partially together and it'd be like no it goes over here so some of that was was like that but it's a uh, yeah it's like uh I don't see a whole lot of like depth to it aside from like the piano stuff, but the construction is where the fun is. And uh, I really hope that they implement this somewhat into other games. It'd be cool. Like, uh, like I said before with the Korg thing, like I, I don't understand why you can't use the actual, I mean, Korg probably wasn't thinking about Labo at the time, but it'd be cool if they did like a patch update where you could use it in the Korg thing, you know, and you could actually play a piano. Like that would be really neat. Like that'd be totally dope. I don't understand how they, why they wouldn't, or like say like one of the next Mario parties, you can use the fucking motorcycle thing that you built to, like, race with that or something, you know, like, or you can use the fishing pole and, and like, a wireware thing in the in the future, whatever, you know, never know. Like, it's... I'll say they could just release Labo kits for each game that comes out, which yeah. is probably more likely what they do. Sure. Yeah. Yes, true. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of people are given... By sh- the Amiibo and by the Labo and by the yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or it just comes with it, times. you know. Maybe maybe the Labo includes like a, a stand for the amiibo, you know, so it's a little cross. There it is. Yeah. Maybe the next uh maybe the next Mario Kart that comes out will uh will come with a cardboard wheel that you can put together yeah. <laughs> and drive with, right? But uh I say for all the people who are giving it shit like when it was announced being like, Oh, it's seventy dollars for cardboard, it's like totally worth it. You get like fifty you is. get you get five different things that you can build, plus the software for all of this. So I didn't feel like any of it was overpriced which, by which, in any yeah, way. Which, yeah, hey, I own yeah. another physical Switch game now, so I'm up to four yeah, me too. physical Switches. <laughs> yeah, I got another physical Switch game, too. Yeah, it comes in a little tiny box in there and all that, which is pretty rad. So, uh, yeah, I think I have uh, – I think, I think I'm up to four now, too, because, yeah, I got I got Rabbids, Zelda, um, Tetris, and, uh, and this, yeah, and the Labo. But, yeah, no, I'm – I got I'm, Zelda, Mario Kart, Bayonetta 2, and this. No. Yeah. So I'm totally, uh, you know, I'm not uh, not upset about the purchase at all. It's uh, you know, it's kind of it's kind of pricier than most games, but it totally it's totally worth it. I mean, seventy bucks for this, you get more t- you get more play time out of this than I got out of Kirby Star Alley. So you know, there you go. <laughs> I mean, that game only was like six hours long. This and this is like ten hours to even build. So there you go. And that one's and this one and that one was cheaper even. But yeah, no, I like I like the level right. a lot. It's super cool. Will either of you get the robot now? Mm. No, I don't think no. I can get the I can get the robot. It's I, mean, I might get it eventually. Uh, I did notice, you know, that both of the kits were available at the store. I've seen them, so they're not hard to find. You did find them in. Uh, yeah. You did actually find them in real life in the in an actual yeah. store. I yeah. I didn't look, so I haven't found it yet. Actually, you know what? I did go to Target. I went to Target on Monday, but I didn't see Labo anywhere. But I didn't really look that hard. I just like went right through the Nintendo section, but I saw no Labo boxes. Was it in the video game section or is it in a different section? Well, I went to Walmart. It was in electronics, but it was by like, you know, it was more like by the Toys to Life section. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I didn't really. I just went. I just walked down the. Just walked down the Nintendo aisle just to see what they had real quick. You know, see if there were any like, whatever. There were any any like physical games I hadn't seen before, something like that. But yeah, no, I I totally recommend it. I mean, it's it's fun. Like uh. I also recommend it. I'll be interested to see what people do with it. Uh, a friend of the show, Kevin, uh, he had he's planning on doing some events with it too. So hopefully we'll have him on at some point to talk about it. But uh, is there anything else you want to say about Labo before we before we? Uh, peace I mean, out I have here? a feeling we'll, I'll have a little bit more to say next week when I've constructed the other stuff. But uh, oh yeah, sure. We'll so update far, on the so house. far I'm having a great time with it. And yeah, I, like I said, I would second what Trey said. I recommend it. Um, 
it it explains everything incrementally in a way that I think, especially for a young mind, they could like learn a lot from this. Yeah. You know? And like, it would be a good stepping stone to like go off crazy places with their creativity, creating drum beats and waveforms and stuff mm-hmm. of their own. I was thinking, IGN gave it a 6.9. And from what I, I skimmed the review, but at the end they said something like, basically what what you were saying, Trey, that, you know, the games, there's not much to it. The fun is in building it. it. That's yeah. kind of it. Yeah, it's not, there's not so, a whole lot. It, the, yeah, the most fun part is constructing it. But once you get to the actual game game part of it, it leaves a lot yeah. more to be desired, you know. And I thought that I thought that the racing one would be more fun because you get like grand prix and stuff and different races and and whatnot. But it just didn't really it just didn't really work for me. I guess it didn't feel right, like like the way it played yeah. and and it wasn't really all that fun. Like it wasn't like you feel like that you know, num- the number is appropriate six point nine. Would you rate it higher or lower? <laughs> Why don't they just make it a seven? Like uh, the points are so yeah. dumb, you know. It's like yeah. a, it's like oh it's still in six territory so it sucks. It's like well no it's a seven pretty much. I don't know. I mean I I don't really like rating in in uh, numbers. I'd rather just I I feel like a lot of people's reviews get like that. I feel like you should read through every review and see what they actually say about it, not like just look at the number because yeah. I feel like some games get like overlooked because of that where it's like oh this is a whatever you know. I don't know. I, I think st- this is like the quiet place of games. Like what filled with plot the movie, holes. The quiet place. Or a quiet place, whatever that movie's called. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't it's seen what, it. It's whatever. Reviews, it's though. whatever rating I would give that is the same I would give this, which is like, it's too quiet. Good. It's good, but it's nothing that great. Mm. Oh, I would. I would put Labo more than that. It's good, but it's nothing. It's nothing that great. I mean, I mean, that, I mean, good, the piano is awesome. Ultimately, ultimately, <laughs> you know, it's just something that they could recreate the software that they're just using a bunch of tape to make a gimmick out of. Yeah, but not the piano. I mean, the piano in itself like completely impressed me. You could that's say what that it is. It's just a bunch of tape. I know, camera. but it's a cardboard piano that you built that you can I play. Know. It's you know, pretty cool. Yeah, like there's no, but there's nothing but it's really else. Just a cardboard piano. I know, but there's nothing else like that out there. Like that's why I'm yeah. saying like that it impressed me. Whereas like you can't like there's no way for you to just take a remote and just move it around and then have it do that. You know, like there's no way they could have done that. Like they could have you try to play piano on the pro controller, but that's dumb. Like, that's not going to work. You know what I mean? Like, that's the part that I think is better than anything else that's out there. It's the piano. Super Which impressive. I, I do actually me. have a video, too. Maybe I'll throw it in here of uh, where I just took the remote out of the piano while I was playing it and just started, like, scanning different things around the room and seeing what tones it would make. Oh, wow. You, and you you, and I couldn't play, like, a legible song, but I, like, was, like, I picked up this piece of paper, for instance, and was, like, scanning all these shapes, and it was making different tones and stuff. Mm-hmm. But so I, mean, I, was tra- I was playing around with it, having fun with sure. it. Sure. I just, I wouldn't say that it's not, I mean, I wouldn't give it that same review, I guess is what you're saying. I wouldn't say that it's... I was just trying to be funny. Good, but not great. Movie last night. Sure. I mean, I haven't seen that movie, but, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't... I would say that the piano in itself is super unique, but the rest of it's kind of like, yeah, you could do it in a different way, I guess. Yeah, it's cool. I like I like it a lot. It's it's fun to play with. It's been enjoyable. I think I, I think I'm I was more excited about Labo than uh, a Quiet Place, which I haven't seen yet. So <laughs> you know, I do. I am looking forward to like what do they do next? Like what's the next kit or yeah, really even more. more so what's what's like the replacement options because mm-hmm. you're supposed to be able to buy like replacement stuff. They said that originally. So well, you can still can print I them buy out. another piano for like really cheap. Yeah. Maybe without the tape or, you know, without like whatever the important parts are. Can I just buy the cardboard for like 
five bucks and make a second piano you know that'd be pretty cool well you can uh you can like print out the patterns like that did actually happen like you can download pdfs oh, from, okay. from nintendo like i did see that that did happen when the labo i think it actually happened a little bit before the labo released so i think so there's you, just, you can you do that if buy you your own cardboard and trace it on and find a way to yeah find a way to print it and cut it out and all that you know but you can do the patterns I'm excited to see what people will do as far as making more permanent non-cardboard items, like 3D printing things. Okay. 3D printing a piano, that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to see... Uh, sure. Well, yeah, they could probably do it. Um, I want to see like what... I want to see some bands touring with the Labo piano now. That's what I want to see. Playing it. I mean... It, there's it's, a, got, it's got a line out on it. I mean, it's... Well, you just... Uh, yeah, headphone. Just use the headphone jack out. I don't know. I, I wish have either of you guys seen a... Uh, guitar being made you can though it's on it's on the box yeah. you can make one but i haven't i didn't make one it's not like a real guitar but yeah well it's, you like yeah you, you use the use the um the switch screen to like it hit the strings and yeah. you move the whatever i think it's i think it's really cool um i like it uh yeah i mean there's just there's we, just... we didn't talk much about the fishing game but i i thought the fishing game was pretty cool how it worked i, I don't completely understand how it works well, the, the I haven't I haven't looked up the discover, but it it's like a spring loaded string. The rubber band that you put in there, that's how it works. I mean, it's not that, yeah, but not how that complicated. Does it read, like where the string is. Uh, because there's it it no reads where the string is because there's a Joy-Con in the rotating, in the thing that rotates when you when you like so it undo it. How many times it's spun either way? Yeah, that's that's okay. why. Because there's there's sense. two of them. You have a Joy-Con in the actual what you're holding the shaft, I uh, guess. And <laughs> try to not be dirty, but when you hold the sh- you know the shaft of it and the uh, thing that you use to reel it in, there's one in there also. So that's how it knows where the the hook is going. It's depending on how how many rotations it has and how you you know when you move it up and down. The regular Joy-Con is that, but it's just like it's cool just to show like how much shit you can do with that, like and how far they've gone with the motion control, you know, since the Wii. So it just it's it's just amazing that it's like. Oh yeah, the switch can do this too, and it's for kids. Right. You know, it's just and like what, I was gonna say. How cool that it's not like a bunch of plastic accessories, and they made a a box of cardboard where you get all these extra peripherals. Yeah, that you know, more more than trying to like gimmick these things into being on one particular game, which it kind of is within the box. But sure, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, there's not like a motorcycle game that came out that has a plastic thing that's mm-hmm. a version of the cardboard you make here. Or, yeah. Like this I, gives you the opportunity to to ex, to explore those gimmicky possibilities without it being just a one one off thing. You know, you're learning something from it. You're having fun building it, and sure, yeah, I feel like poten- uh, potentially could use it in the future if they chose to incorporate it. Yeah, no, maybe they do they like should. A switch music instead of Wii music. They do a switch music. <laughs> yeah, right, and just use that baton and make you do that. No, don't do that. Yeah, no, it's a. I remember when we first heard about it, when we saw the video, you know, we all kind of thought like, oh, you know, 60 bucks for just the piano. But that was before like you got everything else with it, you know. But there's still some stuff in that video we haven't seen, like like the fake camera. Like, you remember that? Like, where you, yeah. where you like move the lens, or like there was like a bird one in there, and there was like a gun too that you had. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is only first wave, so there'll be more stuff coming out. But, yeah, it'd be really cool if there was some actual software with it that wasn't just, like, a demo. Because all this pretty much feels like demo stuff. It'd be cool if, like, 
Maybe they had another like Lynx crossbow training with a, with a cardboard cr- thing mm-hmm. or something. You know, I don't know. I mean, it's it's the sky's the limit. They can do whatever they want with it. But uh, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's good. I think we're at episode link here. Um, yeah, this has been episode one one eight. Get yourself a Labo if you didn't uh, catch that from our all our love for it. You know, go out and get it if you love the Switch and you want to build stuff. It's super fun to play with. Um, we we built, been, build relationships even. Yeah, you can do it, do it with your, do it with a loved one. Do it with an enemy. You might actually become loved ones afterwards. Who knows? Might bring you all together through cardboard. I mean, cardboard. That's uh, that's basically it's gonna bring about world peace. Is what I'm saying right here. Labo. Well, that's all you need. Just anybody, any warring countries, just lock them in a room and give them Labo. They'll be friends afterwards. Make sure there's no cats in the room. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah. yeah. But the cats might help too. You know, they'll help them be uh, be better at things. Anyway, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jerry Mikowski. John Litter. And uh, you can catch us at NintendoMadePodcast.com. That's where you can find most of our stuff. Um, we, we're on YouTube, uh, YouTube.com slash Fingmater. That's F-I-N-G-M-A-T-E-R. Um, I stream on Twitch every Thursday and Sunday um, with uh, retro games and new releases. Uh, you can also uh, download us at your whatever your podcaster catcher is. You know, if you like the show, give us a, give us a review. It'll really help. You know, everyone find us. You can email us at NintendoMadePodcast at gmail dot com. Also, if you want to like tell us about how much we suck at building Labo or something like that, you can do that. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. See you later. 